the Internet's premier talk radio station, voiceamerica.com. Welcome to Digital Hollywood. We are live and we have a very special guest today, Dave Birnbaum. He's the director of design at Immersion and we're going to talk about virtual reality. So welcome, Dave. So glad you're here. Thank you. I'm very glad to be here with you. Uh, We have an exciting time here at Digital Hollywood and I know you're going to be part of a panel and you're going to be talking about VR and AR and possibly XR and haptics. Please share with us some of the things that are coming up on the panel. Yeah, sure. I mean, Digital Hollywood is a great place. I'm always amazed. I see old friends. I meet, meet new people and there's such a confluence of different focus you know, focus areas. Um, my panel is kind of a combination of AR, VR, branding, and immersive advertising. Uh, and specifically, my background is in haptics. So haptics is technology for the sense of touch, uh, which is a little bit of a, you know, tangential topic to all of the rest, because most of the time when you're thinking about advertising, you're not thinking about the sense of touch, but we right. can uh, create brand and ad experiences and immersive experiences uh, that engage your sense of touch. So now, VR is not just for your eyes, AR is not just for your eyes, but now you can touch virtual objects. That's fascinating. Dave, tell us please how you're involved in developing haptics and immersion. Sure. Uh, Immersion's been around since uh, 1993. It's kind of an older company. Our roots are in gaming, uh, and um, we developed haptic systems for console games, and those are widely distributed. Um, in mobile, I think we have something like 3 billion mobile devices shipped. So we ship some of the uh, core technology for haptics in mobile phones. So that's the vib- vibration component in phones. And we can control that in kind of a, uh, a, a specific way. So instead of a, a buzz, uh, now we can we use design tools and we generate design patterns and, um, and design concepts for utilizing those vibrations. We also have force feedback for, for VR and AR. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite part of being involved with immersion? Uh, honestly, this is one of my favorite parts because, you know, I tell people you can touch virtual objects and that's coming. You know, it's here today and it's getting better every day. And people just, it just opens minds because, you know, people, I think um, VR is a very promising technology, yes. but it stands for virtual reality. And that terminology you know, it promises you something that I think it doesn't deliver today. It doesn't deliver right. virtual reality. It delivers immersive pictures, immersive video, uh, maybe interactive experiences, but not reality. Uh, and and actually, yes. there are psychological reasons that, you know, your sense of touch is required for you to be convinced of the realism of an object or an experience. And so the sen- so adding the sense of touch to that is really the future. That is so interesting, Dave, and that you're at the forefront of that. That's just amazing. And how inspiring. Thank you for sharing yeah, that no, with it's us. super fun. How did you get involved in this field? Um, you know, I, I, I studied it in school. It was just one of these, I just kind of had an epiphany, frankly. I was interested in technology. I was designing musical instruments and, and doing things like that, building physical interactive devices. And I did a seminar in haptics, and I felt something that wasn't there. It was this—it was this apparatus that you 
you, uh, the, the class was building actually um, as part of the, the curriculum. And you put your hand on this thing and you can program it so that it feels like you're hitting a wall when there's not a wall there. And, you know, again, it just messed with my sense of reality. I was like, I didn't know it was possible to do that. And that seems like something that could be interesting on the order of decades. So I'm just going to pursue it. Right. Did you grow up in the Los Angeles area or how did you end up here? Uh, yeah, I, I grew up in San Diego. Um, and then I have also lived in Montreal and Los Angeles. Uh, I went to USC, so I've, okay. I'm, I've been here for a while. So at USC, they probably have a really good program in VR. And uh, yeah, now they do. At that time, that, you know, VR, it was kind of the dip between VR 1.0 and 2.0. Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, of course. Uh-huh. We, were, we were talking earlier, Dave, how you've been a keynote speaker on this topic at various conferences so you've become quite known in this area and when you talk about virtual reality and AR and haptics what are some of the themes that you touch on during your keynote speeches sure so um, so beyond just the fact that haptics is required to fulfill the promise of, of VR which which I've already talked about um, now I'm really focused on AR that's that's uh, our team uh, our design and innovation team is really focused on nailing the haptic experience of AR and it's actually harder than VR if you think about it because in VR right. you have something to hold you're usually holding a controller oh, and so, so true. we can do so many interesting yeah. things with that we can mm -hmm. put something in your hand uh, it can be very complicated it can be very expensive even um, and and render convincing tactile sensations. In AR, you're expected to use that interface while you're living your life. So if you, you know, in the future we have smart glasses, they're just the form factor is just as thin and unobtrusive as regular glasses, let's say. That's right. like the dream. Then you're going to wear those and you're going to see the world around you augmented and you're going to want to open a door, you're going to want to hold a steering wheel, you want to going to want to take out your phone, shake someone's hand. So you you can't be preoccupied. Your hands have oh, to be I empty. See. Yes. Um, and so then that becomes really challenging. How do you kind of broadcast a sen uh, touch sensations in that environment? And so we're looking at um, advanced materials, um, wearables. Uh, the Los Angeles Times Festival of Books a couple of weeks ago, we showed um, a new ring that we developed. And you put on this ring and it's able to um, do more than just vibrate. It's able to move and flutter and squeeze your finger. And then with oh. a design tool chain, you know, designers can take those that palette of sensations and make it feel like you're petting an animal, make it feel like you're painting with liquid. That's um, incredible. And so that's the kind of, yeah. And what's interesting about that too is just like, it doesn't have to be a simulation in order to be realistic. You know, it, we don't have to literally capture the feeling of liquid paint and then render it to you. We can convince you that you're touching paint um, by uh, with kind of tricks of the mind and, and kind of smart oh, design see. approaches. Yes. And being director of design at Immersion, you're a very creative person. How do you then find time to kind of balance your time and sort of just re-energize re your creativity as you're working on your projects. Yeah, well, that's a very kind characterization. Um, <laughs> it really is, I mean, I've had an amazing time w uh, developing and working with my team. You know, I, um, I, I, I did do a lot of creative endeavors uh, kind of independently earlier. I learned um, that it's much more fun and effective to find personalities that resonate with your creativity and collaborate with them. 
and so that that's kind of why you know something like the ring that we just built and showed I, I could never have come up with that I could never have built that uh, but finding this kind of synergy of personalities is really something that motivates me and gets me up in the morning uh, finding the right way to kind of set the stage for a great working relationship uh, but I, I you know I get obsessed with things um, as far as my own personal creative development I get obsessed with things for a few weeks at a time and you know mine cryptocurrency for a while yes. and then switch to uh you know some, something completely unrelated uh and that just kind of pivoting from from kind of one interest to another it sounds like it might be a little flighty but it actually helps you gain situational awareness and build out your network in unexpected ways that kind of lead to innovative ideas i can imagine that and when you're not thinking about the technology how do you find time to relax what are some of your hobbies oh okay well um yeah i i, I do like i still do music i'm still involved in music um i have you know two young children so i'm kind of helping them learn music and that's oh, really cool. rewarding for me um actually much more rewarding than playing it myself frankly um, what instrument do you uh, play uh so i um i've played a m a lot of instruments, not very well. The thing I'm best at is DJing, so I, I just love mixing music. I oh, love finding great. two tracks that go together, you know, and um, building energy. Yeah, we have somebody <laughs> making fun. a raise the roof uh, <laughs> gesture over here on the left. Well, Dave, as you go on and um, you'll have your panel here at Digital Hollywood, we wish you all the best with that. And thank you for sharing yeah, all the you. exciting things that are going on in uh, VR and AR and haptics. We really have enjoyed talking with you. Dave Birnbaum. Thank you very much. Director I appreciate of Design. It.